After these messages, we'll be right back. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. Are you in good hands? And now, a word from our sponsors. Hey everybody, welcome to After These Messages, bringing you hot takes on commercial breaks. That is right, we are here to talk about TV commercials today. We're going to talk about the good ones, and the bad ones, and the ones where people say weird shit, like this. Ah, the French champagne has always been celebrated for its excellence. Oh, Orson. My name is Andrew Walsh, I'm here with Genevieve Hez. Hello, Genevieve. Hi, Andrew. You know what that's from, of right? Of course. Have we talked about that on the show before? Oh, I'm sure we have. We must have. I, I'm sure we have, if only as an excuse to play Moira Rose doing her fruit wine commercial from Schitt's Creek. Um, Orson Welles uh, was trying to record a um, champagne, well, not a champagne, uh, actually, that's one thing that drives me crazy about this, is it's a bubbling wine from California. Right, which and, you're not allowed to call champagne. Right, and uh, in this ad, and he's clearly, you know, he's near the end of his career here, and he's just drunk as a skunk, and being very unprofessional, he says stuff like this. Ah, the French champagne has always been celebrated for its excellence. Now, it's not French champagne. There's only one kind of champagne. It is, by its very nature, French champagne. Yes, it's uh, eponymous. I just wanted, I just wanted to let everybody know that I'm very smart when it comes to champagne. Um, also, that we will be talking about booze today. We will alcohols generally. Because that beer yes. isn't booze, right? Oh, that's true. Yeah, there's some booze. beer stuff in here. Yeah. Um, now, I'm trying to think if we actually came up with this idea during the show. <laughs> I think we might have because I feel like we, we were watching a commercial and we're like, wow, we should do a whole uh, show about how the culture of drinking is changing, especially during COVID. And, like, there are a lot of commercials now that are treating alcohol – I feel like it was always kind of like when you're with friends or when you're at a, maybe a, a party or when you're watching a football game with as friends if the, or as wine with dinner. As if the main dinner. effect of alcohol was utterly incidental to its, uh, you know, to its marketing. Right. And wasn't it on this show where we watched an ad that we'll probably talk about later on today where they're selling wine by saying we need a lot of wine to get through this year? Like I can't remember a time when wine was just sold – as a mind-numbing thing to yeah. get through a hard day. Well, there's definitely they're definitely doing it now, and um, that's and that's what we're talking about today. Basically, like people commercials for drinking alone and drinking to get through shit. Yeah, and also for how to drink when you are when your happy hour is virtual. Mm, I see. Okay, so we'll get into some of that too. I like to focus on the more depressing aspects of this. Um, I'm sorry if you've never taken part in a virtual happy hour. Uh, it is very depressing. Oh, okay. good to know. <laughs> that is why I haven't taken part in a lot of them. Um, but thank you for the invite. That's I always not wanna, true. I if you're listening and I've been part of a virtual happy hour with you, it was amazing. It was just, it was the best one, right? It that, was so, that one was good. That one was amazing. Um, also, of course, we'll check in with the Ad Council. Um, I liked, the, uh, we got a note from a listener um, saying that she really enjoyed an Etsy ad because it speaks to people who don't have traditional Western names. Good. It takes that on directly. And it's a really moving commercial, I think. Also, somebody wrote in with what I take to be a pretty aggressive approach, uh, an aggressive approach, I should say, to prescription uh, drug commercials. Also, and I'm actually forgetting this for real, you have uh, commercials in the news coming up too, don't you? I do have a commercials in the news. It's a, it's an innovation. An innovation? You know I love innovation. All right. I'm well, a big fan. Did It's actually interesting. I'm not, I don't want to, I don't want to 
shit all over this. It's actually a great ad. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Did you think that innovation was too expensive, so you started an innovation factory in Germany? <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about booze. This song has no problem talking about the effects of wine That's on the right. metabolism. Uh, Does he say it makes me forget that... By way of Neil Diamond. Does he say it makes me forget that I'm stealing your soul? <laughs> you know, I'm not sure. That's what it sounded like. That's <laughs> kind of weird, quickly. Um, I do love this song, though. I celebrate all versions of this song. Absolutely. Or at least the two that I know. Okay, so let's start with this Stella commercial. And again, I apologize, and it's also interesting to say this, but I can't remember if this is one we've talked about or it's referenced not. on the show before. Okay, just off air, you and I were mesmerized by this. Well, I don't even recall talking about it with you. You just sent me a link to it. Oh. So you must have talked about it with your other commercial podcast I host, have partner. no other podcasts. You know that. <laughs> um, by which, of course, I mean Luke, because that's all that you ever talk about <laughs> on TVTL. Hey, you know what? It's a good idea for a podcast. What if about I talked about like weird animals a lot on this show? Oh, you mean like birds? <laughs> <laughs> They're not weird. They're because majestic. We dedicated a whole show to birds and a whole show to owls. I could be wrong birds about that. Birds and owls. No. I think we did a whole show on owls and a whole show on birds. No, just on owls. But that gives me an idea. <laughs> Save it for TVTL. What are we doing? We're talking about Stella. Okay, Stella Artois. Stella Artois. I like a Stella. I like a light beer like that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's very sparkly and yeah, it's and refreshing. Light and refreshing. And you get to yell Stella. That's true. Um, once you've had a whole six pack, you are legally required to. <laughs> um, this is kind of an interesting take on the idea that we are kind of alone and we're drinking alone. It doesn't explicitly address um covid like you don't there aren't a ton of like symbols and signifiers no masks and things like that but the premise of this ad is that you uh, an individual is sitting in their home unbelievably beautiful homes i might add lots yeah, exposed of exposed walls brick yeah. and just gorgeous furniture and plants everywhere it's a real loft vibe here and clearly this woman in the ad is working from home she's behind her laptop right and i do think that maybe is like a subtle signifier mm-hmm. but she's sitting behind her laptop and she's kind of dressed for the work day you know in a button down when a, a the same actress suddenly pops up behind her dressed in a pretty party dress and says i'm your daydream mm-hmm. so throughout this ad which you're only going to hear the song, I think, What a Day for a Daydream. Yeah, but it's not the original Love and Spoonful version. It's actually an M. Ward version. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, each, uh, there are like five little vignettes where um, the person's self, but in a more fun outfit, pops up and takes them somewhere to the roof or wherever to um, to have a Stella. And basically to have themselves. a Stella by themselves and their imaginary version of themselves right. as a friend. Okay, let's take a listen. Who are you? I'm your daydream. Come. What a day for a daydream. What a day for a daydreaming girl. And I'm lost in a daydream. I really want to take a walk in the sun. You're never too far from the life Artois. It's a beautiful version of that song, by the way. It's also featuring a singer named Aaliyah Farah. 
It is a beautiful version of the song, and the life that they, these people have looks amazing. I think it's sort of interesting. There are there are some non-famous people in that. They're all beautiful, but there's most of the people in it or half people in it are not famous. But there are three pretty famous people in it. Um, Blake Griffin. Um, Football man? I believe a basketball man. Oh, okay. Um, uh, Liev Schreiber, who's an actor, and Ava Longoria, also an actor. Mm. Um, and they're just sort of thrown in there. That was all kind of lost to me because I don't recognize famous. <laughs> I don't recognize famous people. Well, it is interesting because they're not treated at all differently. In fact, they almost get less uh, screen time than some of the 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 non famous mm-hmm. people. Um, the woman at the beginning is not famous, right? Or is I that... don't recognize her. That's I mean, it's possible, you know, that I just don't recognize her. But I I feel like the only people who are named in the description on iSpot are the three people I mentioned. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of interesting use of famous people. Lee Schreiber is sitting at the piano with his with himself, uh, like playing a duet. Um, but it's a very pretty commercial, but I do think it kind of speaks to that, like how do we show yeah. what it's like to be wanting to have a a drink in a you know have a pleasant drink have a pleasant happy hour when there's nowhere to go is that Lee Schreiber we see um playing piano with right. himself I mean it's an interesting concept because at first even though you know the premise of the commercial you see two men sitting so close to each other on a piano bench and I have that COVID brain well I don't <laughs> think I have COVID brain but you know you have that COVID mentality where you think well, what are you guys sitting next yeah, to each other and you're, you're like oh you're, you're the same guy you're yeah. just his daydream it's a fantasy anyway I, again I could be wrong if anybody can think of and I, this is a sincere Request do some soul searching. Um, no, I, I just can't think of another era where we embrace this idea of this is a drinking alone commercial. Yeah, it's a. And I'm not. I don't want to shock anybody. I've had a beer or two by myself before, so I'm not shaming anybody. But I just think as the the industry has always had this unsaid thing, which is. We don't drink alone in right. commercials. We always treat it, treat it as if it's something that you do socially, mostly in either bars or at a party. Yeah, I guess there's the there's the occasional lone wolf at a bar drinking his martini. But or even something. he is at he is he is amongst people. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I guess if you're like, uh, you know, uh, Michael Imperioli or something, right. you know, you're drinking your. What does he advertise? Is it tequila? I think that's a tequila one, right? Yeah. And of and course, I then, can't think of. Um, and then Ray Liotta comes Ray Liotta, in, that's and then they I'm have like a. Of, right? What is it like? They're like, my mob thing was better than your mob thing. <laughs> that's what I imagine <laughs> they would say. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's how it goes. I think that's, I think exactly. that's how it would go. I think you have the first draft of the script. <laughs> Yeah, one that Christopher a, a would write. As they say. <laughs> yeah, one that Christopher. And they can get that ex-boyfriend of, of uh, his girlfriend to do the music. <laughs> um, oh, what a terrible joke that I can't remember. What was Christopher's girlfriend's name? Uh, Adriana. Adriana. She. There's a whole, in Sopranos, there's a whole episode or two. There's an arc where her ex-boyfriend is a musician, so they put money to, like, produce him. Do you remember this? In and he's club. a terrible, yeah, or, like, in, they buy a studio or something, or they rent studio space. Right. And, and um, she's trying to, like, support him, and he's just terrible. Well, I don't remember that. Okay. Anyway, well, I'm certainly glad that I brought it up here Good because story. it's really helpful for the show when I can't remember anything or anybody. Um, <laughs> now, this next group of commercials we have, this is what I think I was referencing earlier, which is the wine club where we're just saying like, shit, we need a lot of wine. Yeah. First Leaf Wine has really thrown in the towel as far as trying to make it be about uh, impressing your friends or bringing a bottle somewhere or 
serving it at a party. It's just like, we got to get drunk. Yes, we see a couple of people looking kind of miserable. And uh, schlubby. And schlubby on their couch. Just because we brought up the, the kind of class thing with that previous Stella commercial and everybody living in these kind of... Um, you know, again, a beautiful kind of studios and airy, walking out. Airy on, urban loft. Yes, and walking out yeah. on fire escapes with themselves and walking on the roof. and Sun doing tanning on things. the roof. This is a very middle class looking background. It's kind of a big overstuffed couch and just a couple of schlubby white people sitting on the couch. I, I don't know why... You know, I always have this thing of, you know, those tiny socks that everybody wears now so that they um, don't show if you're wearing shoes. Mm -hmm. Um, She's wearing those socks without shoes, which to me is just like a I don't know if I'm overthinking it. No, you're not. But like that is such a like I don't give a shit. I'm not on camera. Look, all of of the styling in this is that like the guy is wearing a a stretched out T-shirt with a button down that's rolled up at the sleeves, but it's completely open, and you can see he's that he's... He's literally wearing the shirt I'm wearing now, only it's open. Yeah, and you can see that he's got kind of a a little beer belly. I mean, they've styled these people, um, both of whom I'm sure if you saw them out in real life would be very attractive. They've styled them to be extremely normal and very dressed down. Yes. And you're right, like showing her footy socks is a real it's not an accident and they're staring directly at the camera i swear we've talked about this one on the show before because i was saying it's almost like i think we're supposed to be the television and they're staring directly at us i think there is is there some nod in here to the fact that they're watching the news i feel like there's flickering on the wall behind them as if they're watching a tv we're in the position of the tv and they just are staring dead ahead looking miserable and then you think that's the news i got the impression but maybe i'm misremembering let's take a listen We're going to need a lot of wine to get through this year. First Leaf's got your back. I want to mention, so while they're staring ahead looking miserable, something happens on the TV where, and they're definitely watching TV, you can sort of see the the lighting color change on the wall behind them. He grabs a pillow next to him and kind of crumples it into his belly like he just saw another piece of bad news. Yeah. So maybe that's why I got the impression that they're, like, watching actual news broadcasts. First Leaf's got your back with great wines delivered right to your door. Get six bottles of outstanding wine, normally $149.95, now just $39.95 with free shipping. Rate- six dollars or six bottles for 40 bucks. Wait till we get to the next ad. Your they, they dropped the price even further. Oh, no. Personalized for you. With over 1,000 awards, we guarantee you'll love these wines. Get six bottles of great wine for only thirty nine ninety five. Visit first. At the can- end, they're still on the same couch in the same outfits, and they cheer. They offer a cheers, and they're smiling now, though. Yeah, but they, they're drinking wine. But they didn't change their outfits. <laughs> well, no one's going to change their outfit. It's quarantine. That's true. Should we watch? So this next one, they're on the couch. Wow, they he's oh he's slumping even more. Yeah, they look even more depressed. Oh my gosh. Got the quarantine blues? Try a little red. How about some white? Delivered right to your door. First Leaf will deliver six You can tell that this voiceover is more echoey. Is there a chance that this first commercial happened? See the price drop oh, from 39 to 29.95. <laughs> is there a chance that the first one was just more of a referencing the malaise of 2020 and the Trump administration and everything and the second one came out during quarantine? It's possible, but I mean, keep in mind 
quarantine's been pretty much happening yeah, since nine March. months, more than nine months yeah. now. And they're in the same exact outfit, so it was the same shot. There's just something about the voiceover on the second one. You can tell that she is in, in, in a lesser studio or not in a studio. It has that kind of echoey sound quality. But Yeah, again, but they also shot, it, there's clearly, it's clearly the same couple in the same, in the same outfit, so it was all yeah. shot at the same time. Yeah, okay, I'm just being silly. Uh, I like to be silly. What else do we got? Well, this one is a little bit off the off of our uh, chosen theme, but I like it, and I've I've been seeing it a lot. I think it's an interesting concept. It's from Bullet Bourbon, and it's not necessarily trying to sell you bourbon uh, per se, but it's about supporting your bartenders. And I mean, we have a lot of friends uh, who tend bar, and you know, people who tend the bars we go to that we really love and we care about. We're worried for them, and this is all about sort of a sort of a PSA. Um, much like we're seeing in other industries, we're seeing like actors and things go out, come out and say support the arts, mm-hmm. you know, support the venues uh, that that can't be showing performances right now. This is in that same vein of um, supporting bartenders who are out of work, and the way it illustrates it is by showing how bartenders in their private life, since they can't be in their bars doing their jobs, are doing like bartender tricks with like you know twirling bottles at home <laughs> or with or like pouring. Like a long pour of the gasoline into their into their motorcycle or something. <laughs> so it begins with a slate that says, "Right now, thousands of bartenders have nowhere to use their skills." And then it goes into this montage. And I assume there's no voiceover that's going to explain this. I don't think so. Okay, so right now, thousands of bartenders have nowhere to use their skills. Okay, so we see a woman at home, and she starts flipping around a bottle of soda. That is going to explode when you open it. Now we got the guy who's filling up his gas tank on his motorcycle, and he pulls the nozzle out, and he's holding it way over. Like the- a tall. Oh, that's hilarious! That is great. The bullet frontier. And then you have a, a woman kind of stirring her tea with one of those long twirly spoons. Oh, is that what that was? Okay, gotcha. I wonder what those are called. You know, there's a name for them. I don't know. You know what they're like? They have like a twisty handle, and it's mm-hmm. to keep the ice from breaking up in a right. in a stir of a cocktail. Okay, let's listen to the voiceover at the end here. The Bullet Frontier Fund is making a commitment to help bartenders keep doing what they do best. Let's keep our bartenders pouring. Mm, that's interesting. Interesting approach. Yeah. I mean, would it make me donate to that thing? Is that? I'm not even sure that that's what they're asking. I, they probably just want us to buy Bullet. If we buy Bullet, it'll support bartenders. Yeah, I'm not sure exactly. It went by pretty quickly. That's for our... Um, Show on small print. Where are we on that, by the way? <laughs> uh, well, you know, I I don't usually wear my glasses, <laughs> That's right. and I can't see anything uh, that small without my glasses. True. Now you got one more on here that I have no idea what this is all about. Aperol spritz. Aperol spritz. Um, this is about this is a Zoom happy hour. Uh, uh, how to okay. how does how to Zoom with Aperol? Basically, I think it's just music. It's very visual. It's very. Um, I think it's very pretty, but what it is is a is a uh, split screen in lots of different con- configurations of people drinking Aperol uh, spritzes and having fun Zoom calls where they do all kinds of crazy dances and costumes and stupid human tricks and whatnot. Okay, let's take a listen. So you see, you know, people making the drinks, making hors d'oeuvres. But, and then getting their Zoom call started and doing lots of like 
little silly, silly performances. For Zoom. This makes me really not want to go on a Zoom call, man. <laughs> That's really not what they're like. I've never been on a Zoom call where anyone did like a special trick. All these people are being super extra and annoying. <laughs> it is pretty extra. But there's more to it too because it's also just like the, there was they showed a skateboarder like kind of doing a hop over an apparel. Well, there might the be ground, some TikTok so, in there. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Good, Good vibes are boundless. Aperol, <laughs> nine, since 1919. I did. Yeah, that was a very popular drink um, around the beginning of quarantine, right? Yes. I think I went to get some of that Aperol for you, and the um, guy at the grocery store was like, well, yeah, we can't keep this stuff on the shelf. You know, it is such a – an Aperol spritz is truly a, a summer treat. It's one of my favorite things when it's, like, warm enough to have one. You know, it's, like, it's so crisp and refreshing, and especially if you can drink it outside. It's just awesome. Um, and you really, it's hard to make them at home because who wants to like open a bottle of champagne to make one drink, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, an Aperol spritz at a, at a nice bar is really a treat and something I miss a lot. And now it looks like you have a, um, a, a trio of commercials here, maybe a triptych one would call it. <laughs> well, really just sort of a diptych and then an extra. Okay. Um, this is for Heineken. And I thought this was really interesting. Now, Unfortunately, they use they they use the exact same song for these same for these two ads that are really different. And it's just gonna so all sound the same to our listener. It'll sound the same to the listener. But the first one is all is basically like very similar to the one we just played, the Aperol one, right okay. there. It's about all about a virtual happy hour. I see. Um, so you just have a a bunch of uh, people getting together, having Heinekens, trying to, and mostly it's about people trying to set up their Zoom camera in a way that works but it keeps not working oh people's phones are falling over people are trying to their their laptops batteries dying no internet somebody's trying to um put their phone in a bowl of fruit and this feels to me very relatable as someone someone who's doing a zoom you know zoom happy hours and calls is like trying to get it set up in a way that's you know gonna work yeah right this is very march 2020 now everybody's a Zoom expert. That's true. Now this woman's trying to do her Zoom happy hour and reach her Heineken with her foot. Mm-hmm. So it's just out of reach. Because her charging phone was plugged into the wall and right. she couldn't let go of that. But they're all cheersing with Heinekens. This makes you know. Listen, I'm not going to hop on a Zoom call anytime soon if I don't ha- if my boss doesn't tell me I have to. But um, that seems way more appealing to me than the Aperol commercial. That was just way too young and uh, extra for me. Yeah, I think the Heineken one's much more relatable, certainly to our demographic. Yeah. Now people who are beaten down by life. I want you to play this next one, and again, I apologize. It's just going to be the same. That's life song. Uh huh. But it's incredibly interesting to me because this is from around, I don't know, the summer, let's say, when bars... This was posted in July by Heineken, so I'm going to say this came out in July, yeah. So it came out in July when bars were starting to reopen. Our bars were reopening here and, Mm -hmm. you know, very limited uh, capacity. But still, we did go to our neighborhood bar a couple times. It was Um, called Phase 2 or uh, what the governor declared, I believe, our area, Enhanced Phase 2. 1A yeah. or something. <laughs> something like that. Which basically translates, you can go to Teddy's now, Andrew. Yeah, you can go to Teddy's now. Um, so we did go to Teddy's. Um, but this is about people going back into bars, but observing all these new protocols and things like no handshakes, wearing masks, trying to create mm. six feet of space when you're like walking to the bathroom, mm. trying to blow out birthday candles. But of course, you're wearing a mask. You're masked up. 
All right, let's take a listen. I haven't seen this yet. I'm excited. That's life. Oh, so we see the uh, neon open sign flash on for the first time. And, yeah, people are elbow bumping to say hello to each other. Oh, somebody went to go sit at a, um, a stool at the bar, but it was X'd off with tape. Right. Don't sit here. Now here comes a birthday cake. A woman's trying to blow it out, but she can't take her mask what off. What did she do? And now here are two guys trying to like pass each other in a hallway, <laughs> but they don't feel like there's room for them to do it. This is a good commercial. Isn't Both of these are good. Yeah. Both of these are good commercials that <laughs> then they sneak past each other, like pressed up against As the wall. As we've all done, right? Yes. Like I pass people on sidewalks, and even if we're both wearing masks, I just want to signal. Oh, this is a great tagline. There's one thing better than a night out, and that's another night out. Oh wow, so that's be a really safe, good tag- tagline. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's a really good ad. Boy, both of those really. I hope they keep making them. It's like a way of. Um, kind of marking I the agree. progression of. I mean, the, are they going to have to do like a you know surges here? You know, again, now we have to like go I back wonder. to our homes. That would be an interesting like back to the back to the house. Right, right. Go home, dummy. Go home, dummy. <laughs> well, that's my pitch. They're not taking my calls. Now here's a Heineken ad that I just same felt, song. Uh, no, this is a completely different. Um, uh, you know premise or whatever and it says it came out in february so it would have been just before everything really went to shit i love this ad and i should say it truly has nothing to do with anything that we're talking about today other than alcohol but i just thought it was a really funny ad now i don't think there's going to be any talking but it is maybe 10 different examples of men and women being together either they're on a date or they just happen to be standing next to each other in a crowded bar or restaurant and the waiters keep bringing the women fancy cocktails and the men Heineken but in every case they've gotten it wrong Oh, and it's the woman who ordered the Heineken and the man who ordered the cocktail Hmm. alright you want me to hit play on this yeah alright here we go well, that's life. Oh, wait, no. It's <laughs> I don't think it's going to be that just fun. teasing. <laughs> so she trades with her date. She wanted the Heineken. He wanted the special martini. Yep. Then somebody drops off literally an Aperol spritz to a woman and then gives the beer to the two guys at the other table. They have to uh, trade back. And sort of have a meet cute, I think. Now the woman takes the Heineken, even though the champagne is offered to her, and the guy with her takes the champagne. And now this bartender has no excuse because they are literally at, at the, the bar. bar. Yeah, Does she not ordered? remember what right. they ordered? So now this woman slides this like some sort of uh, blue curacao thing to a guy and says, "Men drink cocktails too." Yeah. And they're um, all using the same font, which I think here is the Heineken font, but it's also got a little bit of that rounded retro. A lot of um, ad campaigns now are using this rounded retro yes. font, the Pizza Hut I'm retro really ads, it. and the I believe KFC might be leaning into it. Mm-hmm. In fact, there's something here. This is a Heineken ad that was posted three months ago, and I'm just it's being offered to me by YouTube, and it's called The Wait. Yeah, clearly YouTube is like, you guys really like Heineken. And ads. this is another one that I think is COVID related because it was posted three 
months ago, and it seems to be part of the part of the narrative arc we were talking about before. We I don't know what we're getting into here, but I just have a feeling we see a guy. He's looking a little bit, you know. Like glum. glum, yeah, and he's watching TV, and it looks like he's going to turn on the TV and uh, turn on a sporting event, but it's just like uh, championship postponed, and we just see a bunch of empty stadiums. Let's see where this goes. The UEFA Champions League has formally taken the decision to suspend all matches. All matches. Okay, now we're seeing a whole bunch of people kind of around the country, if not around the globe, looking really disappointed as they all receive the same news that soccer's been canceled like oh it's no soccer was anyway canceled. oh no they all have the same score that's do? such a shitty thing i don't you know i take it back i don't <laughs> i don't care for soccer but you know i never used to care for baseball or football and then i got into it and i liked it and i would have well said we the should same make fun of those sports also okay but it is like i don't want to be that guy who's it's like it is like a i would have said that about any sport okay any sport don't okay. interpret challenge so now we see this is again, this is kind of earlier in the pandemic. We see a bunch of people um, like uh, doing soccer tricks with the toilet paper in their house and they're putting this on TikTok and it looks like maybe zooming to day 22, hobbies, day like- 32. Day 45. These are all soccer-related indoor activities that they're doing. Day 52, somebody's head-bunning the ball over the fence with their neighbor. Day 72, people are trying to headbutt the ball and falling over. I think they just call it heading the ball. What did I say? Headbutting the ball? Headbutting it. On day 86, somebody made a quiche that looks like a soccer pitch. I believe they're called pitches. (laughs) And then it says, the good thing about waiting is when it ends. And now it says the UEFA Championship is back. So that was a that was a partnership there. That was the Champions League yeah. uh, partnering with uh, Heineken. But Heineken so has really leaned really into leaning in. the new uh, the new normal. I think that's a really. I think I did a terrible job of trying to read the screen. Um, I'm sure the listeners uh, fast forwarded through that. But <laughs> um, generally speaking, though, as a body of work, I am impressed. Yeah, no, I like it. I don't particularly like Heineken, which is sort yeah, of I mean, unfortunate. It is a little like, bitter. It is bitter. I, I'm. My Heineken drinking days are behind me, but uh, I like their ad campaign. Commercials in the news. All right, Veeves, you love innovation. I you love, love disruption. Innovation. Uh, this was in the news, by which I mean Ad Week, um, <laughs> and got and came on. This is the one article we're allowed to read this month. This is the one. <laughs> you uh, have to choose so oh, carefully. Oh no, and I can't read it anymore because I'm. It's. Uh, is that true? You actually can't access it anymore. I should have. I should have grabbed it. I should have copied and pasted it. But anyway, um, it's. I can remember. Sum it up. It. Sum it up. Sum it up for you. Um, there's a PSA out there, and it's for men's mental health, which, um, as you're probably aware, is a really huge issue for men. Like, um, t- masculinity has made it uh, very, very hard. For men to ask for or acknowledge that they need help. Mm-hmm. Suicide is an epidemic among men. Um, and so this is a, a new a spot that has uh, the England team rugby World Cup player. I don't know what that means. Like if that's a team that he's on or I don't know how rugby works. But this is a really famous person or? Yeah, it's, okay. a, it's a really famous person named Joe Marler. Okay. Uh, he's an English rugby player. Um, and he's giving an interview. Okay, like um, so that's a, what the sound will sound like at first. Kind of fake documentary style, sort like of? a post-game interview. Oh, okay, gotcha. Joe Marler, another win for Harlequins this weekend. How are you feeling after that one? Yeah, great win. I'm uh, 
I'm not complaining. We're doing lots of good things out there. I thought Chris's try shows what we're trying to do now. Put the opposition on the back foot. Need a few more brave lads to get in their face though. But overall, it's really not that bad. It's helping us. I'm confident we'll move on up. We're on the brink of something special. How yeah. did that sound? Pretty standard? Hover your cursor over the timeline to get the real story. I'll wait. Mm, so it wants me to hover. Yes. Over the re you know, over the, the timeline uh, beneath the Oh, there were words being flashed on the screen that I wasn't really paying no, attention no, to. You weren't oh. seeing that's not what you were seeing. While he was saying while you were hearing that audio, those words were that he that he was saying were flashing on the screen. Now if you run your cursor along the time bar, mm -hmm. a different set of words show up. Like a secret set of words. Wait, but I mean, by fast forwarding through this, I'm only seeing the, the screen. I think they were just choosing certain words, what he was saying to emphasize it. But when you see them all together, oh, I it see. Says, That's how it works. Because... Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's not revealing anything. But OK, so if you know YouTube at all, you know that you can hover over the fast forward line and just like skip to a part in it. And while he was talking, just saying these various phrases of, of sports, they were flashing some of the words he was saying on the screen. But then but when you take all the other content context out of it and you just see the word silently it says yeah I'm not doing good I try to put on a brave face but it's not helping I'm on the brink yeah so it's oh so wow. the, it's, that's just a few of the words he said pulled out of his uh his monologue from before wow okay so now let's pick up where he was how did that sound pretty standard Hover your cursor over the timeline to get the real story. I'll wait. Now we just sort of see him in a bunch of solitary shots. He's sitting alone in the stands while we hover over and get the message. And then it says, it can be hard to tell someone you're struggling. So no matter who you are, Calm is here to help you find the words. And Calm is the campaign against living miserably. Wow. Which is a, U a UK nonprofit. That's really. Hey, Genevieve, that's innovative. It's innovative. <laughs> Indeed. I think this is great. And I think it's, you know, it's as, a, as ad technologies go, um, it's probably not something that we're going to see a whole lot of, but it was certainly. Um, Maybe a little, maybe gimmicky, but gimmicky is important when you're trying to get break through the noise on messages like this. I mean, sure. it's so easy to hand wave about men's mental health, um, but it's really great to get something that forces you to stop and really give it a moment's thought, you know? Now, this might make it worse, but now I want to, I want to, um, watch and the listeners can listen to the commercial from the beginning again but i will shout out the words <laughs> great okay as shout they, it out as they appear on the screen because you'll sort of hear because i mean i i wasn't just paying that much attention because i was like oh this is just that usual you know kind of dynamic text that just kind of emphasizes what they're saying so you'll get more of an, uh, an impression this way joe marler another win for harlequins this weekend how are you feeling after that one 
Yeah, great yeah, win. Yeah, great I'm, win. Uh, I'm uh, not complaining. Not we're doing complaining. Lots of we're doing lots of good things. So it's actually every word he says, but when you hover, because the f- I see what's happening, so we're not seeing every word. Right, that's what I was trying to say. I see, the, okay. The hover part is only showing screen grabs from the words that that are important to the subtext. My apologies for being thick there. Okay, gotcha. Because the fast forward function, it won't show you every single frame. Right. So it is hidden. You were right. I was wrong. I talked over you. I'm embarrassed. Okay. I'm not doing well. <laughs> You're on the brink. I'm on the brink of uh, <laughs> feeling like a real asshole here. Um, but yeah, no, that is really cool. Yeah, it's I'm really, really good. into that. Wow. Um, cool. So it's 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 really interesting how they did it. It's very clever, and I think it's clever. I appreciate it when cleverness is used for something like this, which is mm-hmm. really you can't overstate um, what an epidemic. I mean, this is for the UK, obviously, but in America, um, men and suicide is truly an epidemic. So for my own mental health, can we cut all of that out and just redo the segment where I don't talk over top <laughs> of you? I feel like we got there. <laughs> I'm just embarrassed because I think I was explaining to you when you knew it better than what I was explaining and I was being a, a real dumb man there. <laughs> uh, all right, let's check in with the ad council. Everybody's talking at me. I don't hear words saying. Only the echoes of my mind. I almost forgot about one of the commercials we played on the show last week. I loved the show last week, by the way. Uh, Our friend Ben joining us to talk about the uh, Star Trek commercials. And maybe I should actually try to find the uh, should I should I try to find the PSA that we played during uh, the show last week? Yeah, it shouldn't be too hard to find. Who was in it again? It was Gates McFadden, aka Doctor Crusher, and Michael Dorn, aka. Uh, Worf. Okay. And they're very stiff, right? We see a shot. It's very reedy. Yes. 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 Okay. Hi, I'm Gates McFadden. And I'm Michael Dorn. On Star Trek The Next Generation, I play Dr. Beverly Crusher. Computer, emergency entry, Chief Medical Officer Beverly Crusher. And I play Worf, the Klingon. (laughs) The Klingon. Worf to Enterprise. Go ahead, sir. Beam me up. <laughs> Our movie's special effects are light years ahead of the original televised Star Trek. But we both share the same vision of the future, where education and advancing technology have dramatically improved human and alien life throughout the galaxies. Education can improve your life, too. You'll have a positive future filled with opportunities. So stay in school and graduate. Engage. It has a real uh, hold up today's newspaper. Yes. To show that you're still okay vibe. It a real is, hostage it, vibe. It was very stiff. Um, okay. So that was for the Air Force. Uh, Dave writes in, oh my God, the Air Force PSA on this week's show. Um, and this is great. I just love, I love uh, just stories of encounters. Dave writes, as part of doing these, the actors got tours of Air Force bases. Michael Dorn came to my base in California. What? As, yes, as part of a tour. And I met him while working one of the gates. I was filling out some paperwork, and I couldn't figure out why I knew him until right before he was leaving, I yelled out, Holy shit, you're Worf. You're my favorite Klingon. <laughs> Who's your favorite Klingon? Um, who was my favorite Klingon? I like, uh, I honestly am a kind of a fan of Worf's brother. Oh, okay. Um, who has a crazy thing happen to him on Deep Space Nine. Okay, don't spoil I it. I won't spoil it. I know you'll watch it someday. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so he so this is Michael Dorn busted up laughing. He was already running late, and I had made him later, but he was still super cool chatting with me for a few minutes before he left. Wow, that's really great. I it's love, always nice to know that they're... It's so nice. And I mean, yeah. for, especially for Star Trek folk, like, something that's sort of interesting to think about with Star Trek actors is that when you accept a role on Star Trek, you are signing up for a weird kind of fame mm-hmm. even if you're not a huge member of two i mean uh michael dorn was a main cast member on not one but two major star trek properties that's gonna be rare yeah um it's there aren't there aren't too many of them um he uh but you know even if you're like a pretty small character like you can sort of make a little living doing the cons mm-hmm. and just kind of being a star trek person but the trade-off of course is that you are signing yourself up for a particular fandom. Yeah. Right? A very, you know, enthusiastic fandom, let's say. So to to be like that and to still be cool about it is, you know, I think it is really speaks to someone's character. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, so that's cool about the base tour. I didn't know about that. Thank you, Dave. Um, okay, this is from listener Kevin. And Kevin, you and I are in a fight, my friend, because Uh-oh. I could not disagree with you more. Uh, Kevin posted this LG laundry uh, commercial. This is for this is actually this this ad is like really it's like the it's like the headline ad on iSpot for some reason. Do you know what that you know what I mean when you open iSpot? Uh huh. There's always an ad that's playing silently, kind of yeah, on like half like half like half dim sort of dim yeah in the you background. can sort of see some text over it yeah, but, yeah but it's just sort of like a marketing technique this has been the ad that they've been running on iSpot huh and um, it's for what is it for a dishwasher it's for a laundry or, machine or a laundry machine okay um and Kevin says oh hell the f no but I say oh hell yes um this is for the LG wash tower which its big selling point is it's narrower and taller so it takes up less of okay. a footprint in your home. It's a stackable washer and dryer. Uh-huh. Um, let's just give it a play. Hey, dirty. Baby, I got your laundry. Don't you worry. Say hey. Mm. Baby, I got your laundry. The new LG Wash Tower. No. Redefine laundry in half the space. That's a fitting tribute to ODB. Mm, no. Sorry. You're with, taking Kevin's side? I'm taking Kevin's side. I'm Very sorry. Wrong. And it's not even about ODB. It's about Khalees, who actually sings that part of the song. And you know that I'm loyal to Khalees. And you think she's not cool with this? I don't think that she, that's her voice on there. And I don't know that she has any rights to that song. Well, who knows? But I liked it. And I like the actresses in it all doing the dancing. I enjoyed it. I don't like that parody song. I'm sorry. I don't. I'm trying to get there. Um, but it does make me wonder why nobody has used Khalees' milkshake song in a commercial yet. Is it too sexual for, like, milkshakes? For milkshakes. Because, you know, I, my milkshake yeah. brings all the boys to the yard. That's what she's most right, famous for. Right, so, like, why not for. a Dairy Queen or something yeah. signed up Why wouldn't that? you just use that to sell literal milkshakes? Right, I don't know. Also, don't say it if you know. But do you think you know what a milkshake is? is in that song because i i'll be honest with you i i don't i think it's incredibly sexual but i don't know exactly what it is i always just assumed it was like don't tell me the jiggle when you wiggle or you or just, know, the, the, or just the wiggle the, when you walk just the vibe the, the thing you know the my, like yeah okay the 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 fluid dynamics of the human female form <laughs> 
it's more sexy when you say yeah. it, actually. How is, how is that even possible? Okay, I could see that, yeah. Yeah, okay. I thought it was like... Yeah, yeah, okay, I could see that. It's sort of a vibe, but it's also like... Literally, she's my jiggle. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Okay. Good, if good, I'm good. wrong, I mean, you know, I don't really have a doctorate in this. So. No, no. Um, but anyway, very interesting. No, I, I would prefer people. I don't know. I just love that song. And listen, it's not a serious song. I mean, it's a silly ass <laughs> song. So it doesn't make me mad. But I just, I do love that song so much. And just hearing it, uh, the baby the got words your money. Re- yeah, the hearing yeah. the words replaced with laundry makes me just want to hear the original song. And it's just like the vocals are so close to Khalees's, but then off it just leads me wanting the real song all right well kevin andrew's with you but i enjoyed it um oh here's a uh a, a, a um what is it we talk about on the show a commercial <laughs> i believe <laughs> is what they call it um that was sent in by a listener mafio who uh, well let me f- start by saying and this is embarrassing i'm not sure if i'm pronouncing mafio's name correctly um and mafio says as a person with a non-western name i really like this etsy commercial because clearly and i'm saying this not um uh, not jokingly and hopefully not panderingly, but I think I'm clearly part of the problem here. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and in this Etsy commercial, you see a um, young woman. I'm trying to get a read on her age here. I guess maybe, you know, high school age maybe. And we see that she's in some sort of a kind of a truck stop diner thing. She's flipping through those little vanity license plates you can get as a kid right. that has your name on it. And she doesn't see her name anywhere on it. And then somebody tries to call her name because her order is ready and nobody's getting her name right. Let's take a listen to this. What's the name again? It's Shiori. What? Shiori. She sees that somebody wrote Sherry on her to-go cup. Adam, Emily, and then she, um... It's Shiori. Now, this is interesting. She's in school. This is definitely all in, COVID times. Yeah, she's in she's class. She's got a mask on at the truck stop. Yep. Uh, she's in class via uh, remote learning. Via remote learning. And, um, and the teacher is doing roll call there, as you can hear. And now, and we just see a really moving, I think, close up on her face where you just see that she's explained her name for the thousandth time that day. And the teacher still doesn't exactly get it right, if I understand that correctly. Yeah, she does not. Um, And now we cut to what I'm assuming to be Christmas Day, her and her mother beneath the uh, Christmas tree. And her mom um, is giving her a gift, and as she pulls it out, she sees it's a necklace that has her name on it. Kind of like Carrie Bradshaw spelled out on the necklace. I really love it. That makes me so emotional. <laughs> I know. Wait, one of us. I know it's talk. an emotional time right now with the holidays and everything, but that is very sweet. And I hadn't seen. I deliberately waited to watch this until now. Um, Mafia, that is so great. I'm so glad you sent that. Yeah. Um, thank you very much. It's a really, really moving spot. And of course, I mean, just to. Ex- explain i guess the obvious but to put a fine point on it is of course because with etsy you can get things that are custom made and so if you don't have your name on a on a, on a stupid license plate in a roadside if diner your name is shannon or sarah right or exactly Susan. um turn to etsy i think it's I, I mean not only is it an incredibly moving commercial you and i are both choked up right now but it's like such a good pitch it's such a good pitch for their product it's, and it's so on the spot it's not like we're gonna be weird to be weird or yeah, whatever no, it's just I, like what 
does Etsy do? I'm a huge customer of Etsy, and it's often where I start for gifts because I know that I can find something that is uh, is really customized and and really handmade. I mean, all the we redid your office, uh, you know, over during quarantine times. Oh yeah. And, um, you know, the decor in here, a lot of it's from Etsy. Yeah. Um, so here's one other uh, email that we got. This is from Mason. I think this was an email. Maybe it came from the Facebook page, which everybody should sign up for if you're on Facebook. Mason says, I was watching some Johnny Carson reruns on Pluto TV. So obviously Mason is my kind of person. <laughs> says, I saw this ad for a migraine drug that really hit a bold note about halfway through. And Mason says, there's a particular brand of drug commercial that presents an aspirational version of what your life could be like if you stop pissing your pants or whatever. Yeah, a little rough there, Mason, but okay. Um, you know, like frolicking in the grass with your grandkids or sitting on a rooftop drinking craft cocktails under dangly lights. That's Wearing a perfect... sleeveless blouses. Right, exactly. That's a really good one, Genevieve. Um, but this particular ad also points out Fighting with your partner, reaming your line cook during the dinner rush, and fiery makeout seshes. I don't personally suffer from chronic migraine, so I can't really relate to all this, but it just struck me as odd that the message of the ad purposely subverted the norm multiple times. So this is a commercial for, well, I guess they'll say it. I don't know how to pronounce it. Amovig? Maybe. Looks like um, it. So it's a migraine commercial. And yeah, uh, as Mason says, we're going to see a bunch of uh, scenes of people doing, you know, your usual commercial heartwarming things like changing the diapers on your newborn and other life affirming things. But we'll also see a couple just like screaming at each other, you know, and you don't hear it because the sound is just in the, you know, it's, it's down or it's in the background. Let's take a listen to this. A migraine hope from Amovig. Amovig. To be there. For the good. Moms and daughters. And not so good. Now we see some crying woman throw herself into a man's arms for a big embrace. We don't know what's going on with them. For the mundane. She's bawling. We got a guy in a bus who's getting irritated by the people around him. The heart racing. The heartbreaking. We see two people who are getting dressed and screaming at at each other. I'm assuming kind of like a, a household mourning fight. That's what life is all about. Showing up, unless migraine steals your chance to say, I am here. We aim to... Then there's that shot that we should deconstruct of just like a whole bunch of people in a field holding hands. Yeah. It's like... Do we do that? We don't have migraines anymore. (laughs) It's like that kind of like, I want to teach the world to sing moment. Yeah. Like, if I weren't watching this shot by shot right now for a podcast. I don't know if I'd even notice or question why these people are just all standing like a cult. And in fact, in the back, (laughs) you see somebody's holding. Oh, maybe this was supposed to be a protest of some sort. That's what this is. Look in the background. There's a protest sign. It's not just I want to teach the world to sing. This is of the moment. I am here. We aim to change that. That's why we created Amavig. A preventive treatment we aim for migraine to change adults. that with Amovig. Now month. we're seeing a giant Amovig calendar in the sky. That's pretty cool. The number of monthly migraine days. For some, that number can be cut in half or more. The most common side effects are pain, redness, or swelling. We're seeing a couple on the couch uh, drinking wine. They're getting along pretty well. What each day brings. Guys, baby so peed on him. But he's still happy about it because he is here. Because he doesn't have a migraine for it. Yeah. Talk to your doctor about it. It's interesting. I think it's actually great. I... 
I think it's honest and, and kind of moving. And I think too, like I, I'm an occasional migraine sufferer and occasional is more than enough for me. Like if that, if I had chronic migraines, I think I would feel very much that I was just completely, you know, inhibited from living a normal life. Like you can't do anything when you have a mm-hmm. migraine. Like all you can do is just wait for it to stop. But I mean, the commercial itself is saying like, we're going to, we're going to bring you back to normal. And sometimes that normal means getting into like a, a screaming fight with your partner in the morning. Yeah. But I can appreciate that, that it's mm-hmm. not just all sunshine and rainbows as so many of these are, but that what you might miss as a sufferer of migraines is the the full range of human emotion mm-hmm. you know yeah got another email from kate or human here. experience i should probably yeah. say it's not like your emotions turn off because you have a migraine um kate says hi friends i'm still catching up on the pod i'm listening to 2017 episodes Ooh. right now yikes yeah wait what is that well, how are, are you saying yikes because we need the downloads or yikes because kate's got a lot of work to do and has a lot uh, yikes of, because, or you don't like yikes, to think about what's in my, the archives because i've ta- as i've said before i sometimes wonder how bad those archives are oh um kate um tell kate won't hear this for years i know kate when you get when you get here this is a message from the future yeah uh how was it well <laughs> welcome to the future that's so funny kate will never hear this <laughs> anyway kate says i was just watching tv and i saw two commercials using the same song during one ad break now that's interesting yes thanks for the great pod that's can't wait of, to catch up to 2020 a, someday that's kind of a fuck up on the like uh, ad programming i person. guess but i don't know who's really monitoring that or or that that's really a rule that they have to follow like i don't know if I was either of these brands, I wouldn't be thrilled about it. So let's take a – for two very different things. And actually, I don't even remember these commercials. I, I grabbed this email um, several weeks ago. The first one is for Ford. It says Ford built for the holiday sales event. Have you ever taken advantage of a sales event, Genevieve? I have not. Neither have I. We've been helping families make joy for over 100 years, and we're not taking this year off. So the Ford built for the holiday sales event begins now. <laughs> We're giving them. you the best deals of the season on select Ford SUVs and Ford Fusion. So this is interesting. It's like a cover of that. So who does that song, Joy uh, to the is World? Is Three Dog Night? Yeah, I think you're right. Three Dog Night. And isn't that, Jer- is it called Jeremiah was a Bullfrog? Is that what That's it's That's certainly written? like the opening line yeah okay um and you're absolutely right by three dog night by the way we have an ongoing kind of joke or conversation where you say ne- i'm never supposed to ask you even off air i'm never supposed to ask you who did a song because you I feel just like pulled this that a one huge out. weakness but here you are in front of a microphone and i didn't even think about our rule and you totally knew well it was just one that i happen to know i think i love you a little bit more um <laughs> But of course, and I'm sure if you go back, this has probably been um, done for decades now, but that's a song that has nothing to do with the holidays. It's just like a, a, an oldie, a rock and roller. Um, but It's it, a mostly about frogs. It's mostly about frogs named Jeremiah. <laughs> Yet it's got, in this case, you know, that holiday overtone without being like, hey, it's too early for a Christmas song, you right. know, because this it looks like this thing came out in, I want to say, October or something. So it's actually a really brilliant way to start getting into the holidays without actually actually being yelled at or hollered at by the purists who say you shouldn't play Christmas carols before a certain date. And now this next commercial uses the same song, I think a different version of it, for J.C. Penny. Ready? Oh, it is a different version. The people in the commercial are singing as they prepare meals and shake gifts. But it's very holiday. It's like all Christmas de- yeah. tree decorating and lights and presents. 
comfort. I also like this one because they don't just say joy to the world and then cut the lyrics out. You know, yeah. the other one didn't mention fishes and the deep blue sea. Right. Certainly no mentions of frogs. No mention of frog whatsoever. Yeah, I actually like the J.C. Penny one better. I'm astounded to know that J.C. Penny's still going concern. Yeah, that's a good point. I wonder if they're pushing more online. I wasn't looking at the details there. <laughs> yeah, um, but I thought that was a good ad. Yeah, me too. You can sell anything. You can sell anything. All right, Veeves. People can get at us in the Facebook group, right? Just look for After These Messages on Facebook. That's right. Come find us there. Um, just fill come out. Find the, come find me. Come Just uh, fill out the two very easy questions. Um, proves to me that you are a human, and I will let you in. Um, email us at After These Messages Show at Gmail or call us at 607 444 5597. Yes, especially as we do officially enter the holiday season here. Maybe there's an old. Um, holiday-related commercial yeah. with a jingle that you're thinking of. You want to call in and sing that jingle. We'd love to get some holiday uh, jingle jingles. Yeah. And um, obviously, you know, if, like, there's any new hot takes, not no fanfic, but if there's any new hot takes on the incest commercial, obviously, oh, yeah. we're, we're willing to revisit it. <laughs> um, you know, you know, the, you know the drill. All right. And uh, if you do want to send fanfic, just send that directly to my private account. All right, everybody. <laughs> we'll talk to you next week. Hey.